Are you guys pictures up? Pictures up! Pictures up! That's roll sound. Rolling! Rolling! Sound speeds. Camera speeds. Two. Awesome. Take two. Mark. And action! Welcome to the Penn Cinema Podcast. Your behind-the-curtain connection for movie news and reviews. Now here are your hosts, Penn Ketchum and David Moulton. Welcome to the show. I'm David Moulton. And I'm Penn Ketchum. What's What's up? up? (laughs) I'm glad that last week we got that whole email debacle sorted out. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It turned out to be a big deal. It was was a problem for a lot of people. Yeah. So I I feel like we, we had to just look it in the face, nip it in the bud, you know, take care of business. Now we're all on the same page. We redid our email. Everyone knows. Now we got this brand new email we should tell everyone about. Right. All right. It's called podcast at pencinema.com. Right. Right. Everyone should know. Right. It's brand new. <laughs> right. Don't do the old email anymore. No, 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 no. Podcast that, at pencinema.com is the new one. The old email won't go anywhere. Right. Right. We turned it off. <laughs> right. It goes to our. <laughs> you know what else doesn't go anywhere? <laughs> that container of nacho cheese that's been behind you for like weeks. Oh, oh but see, you think you know things. Oh. That's a different can of nacho cheese? No, 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 no. No, oh. it's the same jar. Oh. It's not nacho cheese. Oh, it's not nacho cheese. It's yellow. So, have like you are cheese. you are you hip to the world that we live in? I mean, clearly <laughs> I am as hip as they come. Right. So, you're familiar <laughs> with the fact that in this world, uh-huh. 2022, mm-hmm. we are having problems with what the economists refer to as supply chain, mm, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, so the supply chain problems in the world that we live in today, right? here in now April of 2022, mm-hmm. the supply chain has, we are, we are not exempt from supply chain problems. Right, you got to have your chains. Right. <laughs> right. Keep your wallets on. Keep your wallets. Right. Tie your bike up. Right. Yeah. Keep the kids in line. Yeah. You know. <laughs> so, Ghost Rider cosplay. So we had the... L- <laughs> Took a minute for that one, eh? <laughs> you tried to sneak that one. You tried to sneak that one right by. Yeah. That was good. All right. That was pretty good. I like that. All right. So our supply chain, it's it's stabilized now. Mm. But we went through a period. So where are we in like March? We went through a scary period in like October, November, December, where every week it was something else that we couldn't get. Like Weird things. Like we couldn't get butter to go on the popcorns. We couldn't get popcorn kernels. We couldn't get Coke products. Like yeah. we had every week Drew was like chasing down some other problem and running supplies from one theater to the other theater because this delivery wouldn't wasn't coming. And it was the strangest thing because vendors would just call us up. Vendors that we've been buying products from for 15 years would just call us up and be like, uh, yeah, we got your order. We don't have any popper. Any popcorn, you know, we're like, what do you mean you don't have any? And they're like, what? well, we don't have any. What do you mean? What? And then things like the oil that you use to pop the popcorn in, mm-hmm. it used to call, cost, uh, like just for an example, and these aren't real numbers, but $75 a box. Now it's literally 150 Like a lot of our costs have literally doubled. Wow. So there was a period where we literally thought we were going to not have oil to pop the popcorn with. 
Whoa. So while Drew was navigating all the vendors, I was orchestrating plan B. <gasps> so plan B found me at my local Costco's. Yeah. Where I acquired... A large can. This uh, jar of pure coconut oil popping oil, which is now solid, but when you warm yeah. it up, it would become the popping oil that you would make popcorn in. And we never had to use it, but we have this sitting here on the counter for the last number of weeks, or really months, and we also have about eight other of them because I, you know, we go through this stuff pretty fast. Right. So, so I rolled into Costco and rolled out with about eight gallons of coconut oil. This never is a gallon. Can use it. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. What so, a story. So you, you, Mister Funny Guy, making your little wisecracks about nacho cheese. You have no idea the story behind that little jar of. I did. <laughs> yeah. I'm just, I'm just making jokes left, right, and center. I know. Like, like I know. it's not going to hurt anybody. Right. And here, here you touch a nerve. Yeah, you're about to slap me in the face. If, whoa, whoa. 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 Ladies and gentlemen, how many minutes into it were we? Oh, come on. Now, listen, Four David, minutes. before we get into the show, yeah. I had an interesting ha thing happen to me. Oh, no. All right. Uh, this weekend, we concluded our our three weeks long celebration of my wife's 50th birthday. Right. It was great. You asked me three weeks too short. <laughs> right. Right. So um, we rented a house outside of Atlantic City mm -hmm. and we had a great time. One of those evenings, we went to Atlantic City. Wow. Down from the castle. That you down, down from the castle. Yeah. And <laughs> took the carriage ride <laughs> to the casino. <laughs> and we found this little club. Oh. And this band is hot. Hot, hot, I mean, hot. they're cooking, right? It's just three or four of them, four of them. Bass, guitar, keyboards, lead singer, and drums. So they call it Hot Lana. It, it was rocking. It was so much fun. And we were killing it. And then all of a sudden... Completely out of the blue. Oh, no. I sense this wild energy, <gasps> this unbridled force of energy. And I'm like, what in the world is this? Mm. And it catches my eye because I've never seen anyone move like this on the dance floor. And when I say it was hot, I mean it was red hot. I mean, it was smoking. I look over in between songs, the dust settles just a little bit. Mystery Gobble. What was he doing there? He was busting a move is what he was doing. Oh driving the girls crazy. Oh, snap. He was driving the girls crazy. Yeah, no joke about that. I mean. So then the band jumped into, you know what song the band yeah. jumped into. We do the gobble gobble. We do the turkey wobble. We do the gobble gobble. gobble, 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 gobble. <laughs> and that was, he was at his prime. Right, right. Yeah. I mean, it was awesome. Yeah. It was so fun. He was like that song that is on TikTok where he's like, sorry, I can't be your man. Right. Sorry, she's a fan. <laughs> sorry. Sorry, bro. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So anyway, that was what I was up to this weekend. Whew. Yeah. Jeez, oh, Pete. I know. It was pretty wild. Yeah. What are the odds? I know. Of all the gin joints. Before we started the show, we were just gingerly talking here. Just right. Lolly lollygagging. Yeah. And Penn made a statement that he could watch Moonstruck forever. Yeah. On repeat. It's true. And it just, that's the only thing. And I'm like, are there genies around? Because that's, I mean, careful what you wish for. <laughs> you know, right. everywhere you look, it's the only right. thing that's going to be on every screen right. forever. It'll be like, you know, you thought it was good, but then 
that's like you ever like hang out with somebody and you're eating pizza and they're like, oh God, I love I could eat pizza at every meal. <laughs> right? That'd yeah. be a great movie. Yeah. Like all of a sudden so like, like a, it's basically like a Twilight Zone. Yeah, yeah. Right. You know, the wires cross, the lights flicker, yeah. and nobody thinks anything of it until they wake up for breakfast and there's the pizza. Pizza. And, and everyone else day. is like it's normal. Right, like forever. But yeah. Uh, we, why don't why don't we make the movies? Eating pizza, watching Moonstruck, <laughs> forever. The good life. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right, you ready to get into the news? We're kind of limited this week. Yeah, that's all right. That's all right. It was well. There was one big news thing that well, kind of took over the week. We don't need to like. I know, but uh, I have so many. I was so proud of us last yeah. week because the day that we recorded was the day of the Oscars, and nobody mentioned it. Right. We had that big staff meeting. We had so much to discuss. Remember, and there was like everybody was it was standing room only. Yeah. People were like packed up against the walls and nobody even mentioned it. And I was so satisfied because I thought to myself, the Oscars are irrelevant. Right. And now we're not I'm not we have other news to report before we get down to that story. Right. Yeah, yeah. Before we get to that item. I'm not trying to get dive right into it. But I will just say, when we recorded the show and the entire show on Oscar Sunday and nobody mentioned the Oscars, the only reason why we are now mentioning the Oscars is because of that big news story. Now right. you and I are gonna also discuss some other news stories that you and I found interesting from that night. Yeah. But it's frustrating to me because they gave the award for best picture to a TV show. Mm -hmm. And the only reason why people, I walked through the room and didn't even know the Oscars were on. And then Amy was like, I think Chris Rock just got hit. Like, and then we had to rewind and like watch it. But yeah. like if, if, if she hadn't uh, like noticed that I, w I didn't even know they were on. Right. Neither did I. Yeah. Neither did I. And I got the text and was like, Someone said something, and I was like, "Oh, that's, that's fake." You were like, "You're like, I'm not interested in the Oscars. I'm a movie guy." Yeah, I've got my pulse right on the movie situation. Movies, not Gen TV shows. Yeah. See, I think the Emmys. If I was in charge, if I was president of the Emmys, I'd be jerked because they're taking all the good TV shows and <laughs> giving them Oscars. Yeah. 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 <laughs> you missed it. You missed yeah. it. Yeah. You got it wrong. All right. Let's I go. ain't buying it. I ain't buying it. Yeah. <laughs> Bill Skarsgård. Yeah. You may know him as Pennywise. Yes. He's been cast as the Crow in the Crow reboot. Okay. Now. Later. Oh, I thought we were doing oh, okay. like we're just doing when? <laughs> right, if if uh, <laughs> the Crow reboot has been in the works for a bajillion years, <laughs> right? I, I I was gonna mention that, but I don't follow it closely enough to yeah. feel confident that it had been. A, okay. So previously, Jason Momoa was set Jason to cast, Mimosa. Jason Mimosa was right. was set to cast to play the Crow, mm -hmm. and I guess he's aged out of the crowing. Okay, and <laughs> Bill Skarsgård has now been cast, but it's basically like. It's, they're never making this movie, and we just the only news is that they recast it constantly. <laughs> like, every so many years, they're like, right. oh, we recast it. Right. Oh, well, when's well, it coming? Well, I mean, we recast oh. it. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's basically done. We just have to finish casting it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> but it's amazing. Yeah, trust. We've been getting the dailies, and they are amazing. <laughs> So here's here's some big news. This news I thought was 
actual, first of all, actual news. Right. And second of all, if he sticks with it, yeah, good for you. Mm-hmm. Classy, I think classy move. This is someone who's in control of their life. Mm. Jim Carrey, uh, soon to be in Sonic 2, right. uh, has said that he's retiring from acting. Mm. I guess he was approached by Dolly Parton to play her partner in a bio- biopic. Biopic? Biopic. Yeah. And he said uh, that would be great, but uh, he's retiring. And he said he doesn't want to sit. And he said, I'm not saying never, but the script would have to be some sort of golden piece of work that he felt needed to be made in order for him to kind of come back. And he said, I know it's weird. Paraphrasing, but he said, I know it's weird for someone in my position to say this, but I feel as if I have everything I need and everything I want. And I'm happy, and I'd rather paint. Paint? Yeah, so he paints. I'm I'm looking it up right now. Do we know how old he is? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I'll get back to you on that. Yeah. W- what do you think about this announcement? Well, I think it's fine. I mean, he kind of has gone by the wayside, not not in a bad way, but like he's slowly drifted off, and you haven't really seen him in everything. And then all of a sudden, he's like kind of when when Sonic came back, I was like, whoa, Jim Carrey. Yeah. Oh. He's sixty. Okay. Yeah, he's not he's not up there. You know. Yeah. He's, he's but it's fine. He's got what he wants. You know, he's happy. That makes me think the fact that he's 60 and making this announcement makes me think that he is a semi-healthy, balanced individual. He's got tons of money. He's got a great track record. He's got a legacy. You know, he's well-respected. Like, why not? He, I mean, so basically you can see that he's been slowly pulling out right. of the business. But he's kind of just content. Yeah. I think he's fine. I mean... I applaud that. He's, I, I do too. He's going out on a, on I would say a high note. Yeah. You know? And I, he specifically, the article that I read, he specifically, he was like, never say never. It would have to be a perfect script, but I'll never do another cable guy, liar, liar, mm. dumb and dumber. You know, like he's not, he did come back, Ace Ventura, he did come back and say like 100% not revisiting any of the classic characters. Right. Like, done, 100%, stop asking me about it. But it does mean that he's not going to come back for a Sonic 3. Right. So, I guess they have to come up with other enemies other than Dr. Robotnik. <laughs> but. Um, yeah, so, speaking of people who are going out sort of not, I, I wouldn't say not on his terms, but what's, is he forced, like, Bruce Willis. He's diagnosed with aphasia and has announced that he's uh, no longer acting. Apparently, he did a bunch of movies back to back to back to back. And as those movies come out, those will be his last movies. Yeah. And apparently, this has been slowly progressing for right. quite some time. You know, people are saying, he can't, you know, you notice in movies, he seems like he's reading the lines. Uh, there's been There's been rumors that, like, he can't hear, you know, people, which is why he doesn't act, like, with a lot of other people. It's usually, like, him giving right. dialogue on, on the right. phone or something. Um, so he's got aphasia, mm. which means you slowly learn, lose the ability to communicate, uh, not not just to express communication, mm-hmm. but also to understand communication. Um, and if it's caught at a certain degree, then you have to go through uh, language therapy to relearn like another way to communicate. Yeah. Um, so it's not like end of your life but it's a very difficult road to go on it's not Uh, something that you can continue with a professional acting career no 
He's 67, by the way. Here's one of the things that I think has been kind of kind of great about what not, about the way people are reacting to this. There has been I guess I don't know if they said like when it started, but now that people know it's it's more clear that this has been mm. going on for a while. And since uh this was announced, uh the Razzies uh, rescinded his mm. Razzie. They took it back. They said, you know, given the circumstances, I don't think this applies. Like, you know, I guess the thing that said was that he made a bunch of bad movies, but the point was that he loves what he's doing mm. and couldn't think of doing anything else. So rather than stop doing it, he just did what he could. Mm. And so they're taking, they took back the Razzie. There was, I think Kevin Smith had made some, uh, jokes and such, and he issued an apology, in, like not recently, but in the past years. Yeah, you know, once the, it comes to light that right. he that these people were mocking someone with a disability, right? They've kind of said, "Whoa, whoa!" Like we didn't. I mean, obviously they didn't know, and I don't think anyone's holding them to it. But without anyone asking them to, a lot of these people are these things are coming back and saying, "Yeah." Well, I have two things to say about that. Yeah. First of all, maybe you should just be nicer. Where's the fun in that? <laughs> Perfect. All right. Second of all, <laughs> my friend David. <laughs> People wonder why we get along so well. <laughs> and second of all, like not not completely changing topics, but like on the topic of the Razzies. Yeah. Isn't that like a fun thing? Like, do people take it seriously enough that they feel, like, actually insulted when they get a Razzie? Or do they, like, roll their eyes and laugh? I think it's a little bit of both. Yeah. I think there are people who embrace it for what it is. Yeah. Like Halle Berry showed yeah. up for when she went for Catwoman. Yeah. And then I think there are other people. I mean, Bruce Willis was a very serious. I, always, I mean, I think he was a very serious thespian. And he might have taken it uh, to heart. I don't know. He seemed like, from what I understand, he didn't, he wasn't at least... Recently hasn't been very. I thought he was always straight. St he's been very straight, yeah. Not thespian at all. <laughs> what do you think that thespian is? What? Right. <laughs> what? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I I never thought he was a serious actor. No, you didn't. No, I mean, I'm sorry, that came out wrong. I I never thought that he was the kind of actor that took himself seriously. Mm. Like he always struck me as like a fun actor. You know, now I will say like his I roles, think, the I movies changed. I, I I guess that has changed, and also I think the example to prove me wrong would be all the movies he did with M Night. Yeah, I mean the Sixth Sense. That's a serious role. That's right. that's you're not fooling around. You know, in the Sixth Sense. But like I, I look at some of his other things, and I always took. I, I guess what I mean when I say that is, I feel like he was like a people's choice kind of guy. Okay. Yeah, yeah, like yeah, he yeah. was, he was like our guy. You I'm know I mean? We loved him in Die Hard. I'm not and, saying that he did super serious roles, but I think yeah. that he took himself. He took the job seriously. Job seriously. Yeah. He, much like us. Yeah. He's nothing if not a consummate professional. Consummate. Right. Professional. Right. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So, I mean, it's a sad thing to happen. Yeah. Um, you know, all the best to him and his family. And I thought it was cool that um, his old friend and ex-wife Demi Moore handled all the announcing on behalf of the family. Right. 
Yeah. She's the ex-wife, right? Demi Moore's yeah. the ex-wife, yeah. but she I think most of his children are through. Yeah, they have children her. together and and the family obviously is, you know, obviously all very respectful and, yeah. you know, and I think that's nice for her to see that the current wife, you know, and some of the children that might not be the I don't want to say too hard for them, but it just I just felt have to do I it. just felt like it was a classy move on her part. Yeah. To step forward and, you know, Make the make the news, right? Right. So good for her. Uh, <sighs> so <laughs> speaking of things speak, that suck, yeah. Oh wait, Oscar wait, wait, wait! Is, I have one more thing to say on okay. the topic of people finishing their careers. You got Jim Carrey. Mm -hmm. We got Bruce Willis. Jim's sixty years old. Bruce Willis is sixty-seven. Liam Neeson is sixty-nine years old. Still going. I would go out on a limb and suggest that maybe he take a page out of Jim Carrey's book and call it a day. <laughs> <laughs> but what's going to happen when the next girl gets kidnapped? <laughs> this this guy, I mean, oh my god. <laughs> didn't we didn't we review the trailer last week for memory? Yeah. And now it's on the calendar and like people are going to want me to book it. And I'm just so sick of like I don't want to book this freaking movie. He's Jim Carrey. I mean, he's not Jim Carrey. He's Liam Neeson. I know. And I love him in some of his like I'm just so like I, like make it do something, please. Like, <laughs> <laughs> Do something, please. <laughs> that should be our new tagline. Pets in a podcast. Do, Do something, something, please. please. <laughs> like, just like, like he's on a roll. Like, and maybe I'm sitting here bad mouthing him, and in six years I'm going to have to apologize because some new thing is revealed. But like, like I feel like he's been a string of bad, predictable payday movies, paycheck movies. Yeah. And I, I'm not arguing whether or not he's a good actor. He's obviously incredibly talented as evidenced by his incredible work. But I'm just saying like, all right, don't tell me you need the money because we know you're rich. Right. So why don't you just sit back and wait for a good script to come along? You know what it is? We've seen a cultural reversal here. And I think it started with, uh, there's a word for it. Uh, the old, it was a, re a revolution, the old man they called the old man something like the something something that was started by um, the Expendables, and where they started bringing back the old stars right. and making them macho guys again, yeah. but still old men. They weren't playing down that they were young. S still, hey, right. watch out for the old guys got yeah. going on. Right, you know he's going to rescue his daughter. Old or, guys rule. Yeah, yeah, like. These men are always going to be the men, right? You know, no matter how old they get. That's because and blockbusters were invented fifty years ago, right? I'm going back to Godfather and right. Jaws and Star, and then Star Wars, right? Like in that order. That's that's the the five year period in which the modern day blockbuster was invented, and in that time, our heroes have grown. If you figure in that era. You know, the heroes or Han Solo was, you know, in your mind, how old do we think Han Solo was in the first Star Wars? 20-something? Yeah. Right? And now it's 50 years later, he's 70 years old, and he's, you know, Harrison Ford, and he's kicking ass. Yeah. The exception to that, of course, is everybody in Godfather was already old. But you know what I mean. You know, right. you know what I'm saying. Right. But what I'm getting at is when when we had when DVD, print media right. was the way to go. Yeah. You had all the up-and-coming guys doing whatever they could get their hands on, 
right? Right. And oh, like, I see what you're saying. And so, like, The Rock did, like, a billion home-to-video right, right, right. things until he finally got his break. Yeah. Well, now you got these old guys that are having not a second chance but a renaissance, but in, 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 in so to speak, in their career. Yeah. Right. I think he's out. Right. Uh, and it's they're doing – the same thing like that, that but like in reverse because of streaming services because the streaming services yeah. who's who's home all day watching tv before it was who's young and like the audience for the dvds was young and 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 like impulsive you know oh, i'll buy this dvd because <laughs> it's got the rock in it you know what i mean like i like the star like just quick now that at home you've got they're old and impulsive. They're old, well, they're <laughs> older, and they've got a lot of time. Mm. So who's going to mm. – if I'm scrolling through a billion things, mm -hmm. Liam Neeson's the man. Mm. I, I like Taken. I'll watch this movie. And then they're probably like, ah, you know, it's whatever. There was a great skit on Saturday Night Live uh, this weekend. It was a video with Pete Davidson – and it was about short movies. Oh, yeah. I saw you that. saw that, right? Yeah. <laughs> he's like, he was going to watch something and runtime was like three hours, seven minutes. And he was like, nah. <laughs> <laughs> and then all his choices were like, Arnold goes to camp. 145 <laughs> or less or something. 89 like that. minutes. <laughs> 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 all right. So let's get into it. You want to talk about the Oscars? Uh, yeah, go ahead. Well, we don't really need it. I mean, yeah. So the things about the Will Smith thing that we should cover is uh, apparently. He was asked to leave afterwards and refused. Mm -hmm. uh, so that was something that, that just came out. Um, he has apologized. Uh, Chris Rock's not pressing charges, but the Oscars, can, the Academy still can and may. Uh, and he's resigned from the Academy. He's mm. no longer in the Academy. Uh, and he's willing to take any, um, you know, punishment or whatever that they feel is appropriate. Why uh, would you, why would he, how do you punish someone that, no longer works for you. Well, I guess he's still. What are they going to kick know, him out? Contractually, uh, you know, I don't. There, Do could get, be, there could be fines. Do you get paid to be an Oscar, an know. Academy member? I don't I think know. so. I don't know how it works. I'm just being a smartass. Okay, yeah. go ahead. So whatever about that yeah. situation, you know, it, there's whatever. It was crazy that it happened. You know who was in Atlantic City with me and the Mystery Gobble Saturday night? Amy? Chris Rock. <gasps> Seriously. Oh, yeah. Seriously, he had a show at the Borgata it, Saturday it night. blew up because of this. Yeah, yeah. So, whatever. I've, I've always been a big Chris Rock fan. Did you know that me and Amy went and saw him in Madison Square Garden years ago? Like, 10 years ago. And it was one of the best nights we've ever had. Like it was so great. And my, it was literally like I needed Advil because my cheeks and my face hurt from smiling and laughing so hard for whatever, two hours straight or however long the show was. Like, what side of the square did you sit on? <laughs> what? Oh, four gotcha. sides. Yeah. Um, yeah. So good for Chris Rock. Uh, that's a joke. Uh, <laughs> um, yeah. So whatever, but dude won six Emmys. Or Oscars. Wait, wait. First of all, I don't get math jokes. Yeah. And second of all, um, did you watch the new Puss in Boots trailer? Yes. We talked, yeah, talked about that last week. week. Yeah, when yeah, he, yeah. when he's like, he's like, you, I'm not he's, a math guy. Yeah. He goes, I'm not a math guy. <laughs> <laughs> um, so Dune won six, which I was excited about. Yeah. Now it won a ton of Oscars. They were all technical. So basically, here's what happened. They wanted to give their 
their Pinky Out awards to whoever, but they were like, we can't deny the powerhouse of Dune. So uh, clearly, sound effects and did did we do a look back show at twenty twenty one? Uh, 2021? Yeah. Like, here's my question. I don't know if we did. Here's my question. It was Dune your best movie of 21? Spider-Man was. Spider-Man, yeah. Have to say. Yeah. I, I mean, as much as I love Dune, it'd yeah. be number two. Yeah. But, I mean, Spider-Man No Way Home. so good. It's just... Yeah. It's like the year that Infinity War came out. It was like, you can't compare anything else to it, right. so you almost have to put it on its own pedestal and then right. run through everything. Yeah. You know what I was yeah. excited about with the Oscars? What's that? Uh, Summer of Soul. Summer of Soul? Remember we watched that documentary about the uh, music festival in Harlem in 1969? Oh, It yeah, was yeah. Questlove produced it mm-hmm. and directed it. Mm-hmm. And uh, this music festival was happening at the same time as Woodstock. We reviewed the movie. I think we, I know that we watched it. I know that we played it here at Penn Cinema. I'm yeah. pretty sure you and I reviewed it. Um, and I was just so happy I mean, I have such admiration and respect for Questlove. I mean, this guy is so freaking smart, so talented. And what I love about him, he's so like, the expression would be like, he's a student of the game. Like he has such a respect for the, for the roots, you know, for the history. I know I'm not trying to make a pun there, but I'm saying like really for the, for the roots of the music that he loves, you know, he, he respects the history he respects and appreciates and values the people that came before him. Um, I really respect that a lot about him. I've always been a huge fan of his. I loved that movie and I was so happy. Did you happen to see his acceptance speech? I I mean, it was very emotional. It was beautiful. You know, it was just a, it was a great moment. Um, I did read about the um, the moment with Lady Gaga and Liza Minnelli. Yeah, and how that was really that was tough to watch. Uh, yeah, but uh, but apparently, I guess it was people were saying that it was heartfelt to watch how late, much Lady Gaga supported her. Right, and was like, "You're fine." All those things that I just said about Questlove. Yeah, you could say the same exact thing about Lady Gaga. Mm. She's her incredible talent, her intellect her respect for the people that came before her, you know, all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. As evidenced by her, um, caring for Liza Minnelli. Yeah. I, I don't ever wheel me out onto a stage. Like I, 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 I'm not, uh, whatever. I'm not trying, I'm not trying to second guess somebody else's personal decisions. Yeah, I like, did kind of wonder why did they put her in that right, position? Right. Right. Bring her out. Maybe if you really want her to get one last ovation from the audience, bring her out and let her wave, you know, that kind of thing. And we've seen this before at the Oscars where they bring somebody out, you know, who's elderly and um, not 100% capable of performing the way they did in their in their day. Um, and I get the I get the spirit of it. You know, yeah. Lady Gaga, when she brought her out, she was like, do you hear that? They love you. And then, you know, that was great. But then she said, do you hear that? They love you. And then Liza started like, you know, trying to read whatever notes, you know, she didn't, she didn't follow it. Right. But it was, it was a beautiful thing, I guess. Um, But definitely, yeah, I would say the same thing about Lady Gaga and Questlove. Like these are incredibly talented people with a deep respect for the history. Yeah. So other people won awards. I don't know. Yeah. They, they, this year the Oscars had a whole new, um, strategy, they started to include TV shows, Mm. you know? So if you do like, like in previous years, game of Thrones could have won, you know, like that type of thing. So, um, yeah, I think it's, how did Encanto not win best, best, uh, song? 
Shut up, Billie Eilish. I like your song, but there's no way it's bigger than Bruno. Okay. Well, first of all, it is. And second of all, How? second of all, I want to play the How? tape. I, I got the perfect answer. It's going to shut you up for a week. Okay. Here it is. You ready? Yeah. All right. That's me rewinding the tape. Yeah. Going back to our review of No Time to Die. Yeah. And the abacus can prove me right again now that we're friends. <laughs> if it happened once, it'll happen again. If it happened once, it's bound to happen again. A broken clock is right twice a day. <laughs> And your review of No Time to Die included a heartfelt, over-the-top praise of how perfect, I think was the word that yeah. you used, how perfect that song was. It was. Yeah, and that's why it got But best. then Bruno came out. Bruno. Bruno. Can't argue with Billie Eilish, man. She She's in a category. She's only 20, so, you know, she's got... Um, more to do, but she's gonna she's end. Not done. She's gonna end up in Thank a category. Right? Ken says <laughs> Billie Eilish can keep doing her thing. She's got a little bit more in her. This just in. Yeah, you heard it here first at the Penn Cinema Podcast. Yeah. <laughs> no, but what I, I thought she was done. What I was trying to say was like you don't want to put her in this category yet, but you can see that she has that same uh, respect for. You know, she's she's gonna end up in a category with Lady Gaga and, and Questlove sure. and you know and this kind of thing. Like she's although now that I say that, I don't know. Maybe she's just incredibly talented, but, but I'm just I don't know enough about her to say all that. Have other you stuff. ever heard that song on the radio? Well, <laughs> I've never heard any Billy Eilish song on the radio, and I've never heard Bruno on the radio. Oof. Because neither song plays on eighties on eight, <laughs> the blend or the Grateful Dead channel. I see. <laughs> I would just you, love in the middle of the Grateful Dead like, <laughs> channel. They're just like, and now we don't talk about Bruno. <laughs> right. Classic rock or uh, classic rewind. That's another channel I like. And uh, classic vinyl. God, it's is another, amazing. It's, I understand how yeah. you keep in touch with the kids. Right. <laughs> you can see how it's hip, so clear. How hip I am. Yeah. Yeah. Oof. I listen to, I do listen to hits one sometimes. Oh. Just. Again, just in the at Christmas time when it's Christmas music, the glimpse of trying to know something in common with the kids. Thirty seconds, you're like, I get it, right? I can talk to them. Doom, 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 doom. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's move on to trailers. Can we please? Oh my gosh, Jesus! Starting off this week with Bob's Burgers, new trailer. <laughs> Let's think? get the patty started. <laughs> I, I enjoyed this trailer. <laughs> I loved this trailer. <laughs> I love this trailer. It's so freaking weird. Like the movie, the trailer is weird. The movie's yeah. going to be weird. The yeah. show is very weird. Like you have to be, is patient the right word? Like you have to let that show, let that trailer and let that movie and that show come to you. You know what I mean? Like it has yeah. to come to you. And they sort of set it up so perfectly. The opening scene of the trailer is the dad making like some weird noise. Uh, <laughs> yes. But it like goes on forever, right? Yeah. And then the daughter's like, I don't want to interrupt your flow, but could you pass the um, 
the soup, the rice, pilaf, yeah. the pilaf, and he hands her the butter, <laughs> and she's like, "That's not the pilaf." Never mind. This is even better. <laughs> like, so, I loved it. I loved yeah. everything about this trailer. So good. The end when he's like talking with the bun, he's like, oh, don't, yes. "Don't rub me too hard. Don't rub my sesame seeds <laughs> off." He's like, "Don't worry, I got you." And the kids are like, "They make a nice couple." The other one's like, "I give me here." <laughs> right. Exactly. Oh man. I, we, we had a special trailer coming up, but this was Bob's Burgers competed for trailer of the week in my book. My trailer of the week is going to surprise you. <sighs> okay. <laughs> Why? Why are you doing that? I don't know. Just because you like the art of self-defense? I just like the, the, I've never seen that movie. Oh, you didn't? But no. Oh, it's a doozy. No. Uh, Minions. The Rise of Gru, trailer two. Trailer two, because we already saw the first trailer right. a zillion times. Mm. Back when the movie was originally scheduled to come out, we were already playing the trailer. And then when they said the movie was coming out, last year we played the trailer over and over and over again. So now they finally, because they say it's coming out this year, July 1st. Mm. So we have a new trailer, which included a lot of the old jokes. The premise of the trailer is the same. It's the scene where... The one minion is supposed to be protecting the metal and he trades it for a pet rock. Right. And that we saw in the first one. And then there were some other snippets in this new trailer. It didn't have any of that in it. This one was all about Gru getting kidnapped and the minions having to come get him. I clicked on the one that said Gru trailer two. When was it released though? I must have. Maybe I must have. I watched one. the wrong one. Maybe I it was did. trailer two back then. It was trailer two back then. That's fine. All right. Whatever. So, so tell us about this one. This one, it's Gru. You know, Gru wants to be bad, and then they kidnap him, and the minions have to go save him. <laughs> so they go. They find there's a lady who like, uh, teach. She's like teaching them how to fight and like mm. do karate and stuff, and to get better and be in disguise. And at the end of the trailer. One of the bad guys turns them into like animal versions mm. of themselves, but they're still doing karate and stuff. And <laughs> it's it's dumb, but funny. Yeah. yeah. So our friend Drew, oh, who runs the place. Whoa, that yeah. guy. Yeah, that guy. The one who recently had a birthday. Yeah, and a daughter. <gasps> Eleven months ago. Oh my god! You're not allowed to have a daughter so close to your birthday, right. does he know? Right. So. What I'm trying to get at here is his daughter is going to be 14 months when Minions comes out. When the Rise of Gru, what's it called? Minions, the Rise of Gru comes out. And I think, now I haven't had this conversation with him yet, but I think 14 months old is the perfect age to introduce your daughter to the movies. Do you? <laughs> Do you though? Now, Does everyone else the theater think that? <laughs> I'm, I'm going to lobby him. And his lovely wife to bring in their beautiful baby. And I think this is the perfect time. Because clearly I mean, at 14 months, they're understanding what's going it's on. It's not like his favorite movie is Jurassic World. They can kind of see the screen. <laughs> but probably not. Probably not. Right? <laughs> and, you know, they'll mostly sleep through because it's dark. Right. I'll give her a twist so she can just gnaw on that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> She'll stay seated. What if I gave her, like, a large Maybe. Coke slushy? 
<laughs> She'd be like bouncing off the walls for a week. Yeah. <laughs> and their parents would be like, you're never going to the movies again. <laughs> Not with Penn. Not Uncle Penn. <laughs> right. <laughs> All right. So Bob's Burgers was amazing. Minions. Um, I'm sure the movie's going to be. I'm, I'm yeah. a little like whatever. Yeah. You know. Too. Okay. Is this next one your trailer of the week? This is my trailer of the week. All right. Set it up. Okay. This one's called Duel. Duel? Duel. Duel or Dual? Duel? Duel. Duel. I was talking to someone who said, I swear to God, this conversation happened to me this weekend. She said, no, they said, they said, some people call her Lori and some people call her Lori. And they didn't say Lori? They said Lori. Yeah. Lori and Lori. Lori and Lori. It took me like a half an hour. I thought they were messing with me. Is that it? That's like it. You're you're looking at me like it's not a funny story. That's a real thing. Yeah, some people are Lori. Some people are Lori. No. Usually it's an O and an A. I reject that notion. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry, Larry, Lori, Larry. 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 (laughs) Yeah, it's like Kirsten and Kirsten, and I'm always like. No, those are two. They're two different. My brain breaks every time. I know. Me too. Same with Brandon and Braden. But Lori and Larry, that's too much. All right. So this movie stars one of my Hollywood crushes. Names. Karen Gillan. Okay. Uh, from Doctor Who and Guardians of the Galaxy. Uh, what was she in Guardians of the Galaxy? She's Nebula, the blue girl. Of course. Yeah. Yes. Uh, and she's in uh, Jumanji, the new, two new Jumanjis. Okay. Uh, so he, I think I just like the story of this. I don't know if it'll actually be good, but the trailer painted a good good picture uh, basically, it's a it's a reality where if you are dying, right. you can opt in to have yourself cloned, so that you can die and the clone can go on, and and the people in your life don't have to deal with your lo- the loss of you. Perfect, right? So she opts in to have she's dying, right? And it's it's a hundred percent right. fatal. They say, <laughs> right? And she's gonna die. There's nothing certain in this world except that this is certainly certain, right? <laughs> and she's gonna die. So she has herself cloned. And um, she's dying. And then they're like, well, guess what? You're not actually dying. But the clone has already replaced her pretty much. I mean, everyone knows it's a clone. It's not like it's a secret or whatever. Yeah. So the government comes to her and says, well, you have one year. And then you have to fight each other to the death <laughs> in a duel. And she's like, I'm sorry. And they're like, well, we can't have two. Wait, what now? We can't have two of you running around. <laughs> So you have to, in this situation, you have to fight to the death for your life. And it just, her life blows up. Her her boyfriend is like, if if I can't be with, with even if I can't be with her, I don't want to be well, with you. Because he's that in love with the, the right. clone and the clone, you know. The clone. To- has fully replaced her. So the clone looks exactly like her. And all the same memories and everything. Right. But he wants to be with her, but not me. Right. Right. Yeah. Classic. Even though there's like almost nothing different. Right. And so she then gets uh, Aaron Paul to train her how to be a killer. Loved him. So, and it's just, it seems kind of comical, kind of right. slap hazard. They're just going to, they have to fight to the death right. in, in a year. So they're trying to kill each other. I thought it looks fun. Listen, I think the movie looks amazing. Yeah. I really do. Yeah. And one of the things I love about it is the name of the movie is Duel. D-U-A-L. As in dual personalities, dual person, two people, you know, all that kind of thing. Yeah. But the major premise is the fact that they have to go to a dual, D-U-E-L. 
which I love like the subtle, like yeah. just like, you know, let me get you with this. Right. Um, I, I looked, the movie looks amazing. I cannot wait to see it. Um, yeah. I, it doesn't get my trailer of the week, but that, that's not to take anything away from it. If you want to, this is an interesting movie. Like, if you're, if this movie's not on your radar, watch this trailer. Yeah, apparently it wasn't made for, like, it just got picked up to be distributed here. Like, it was mm. going to be a European release mm. or something. I think STX picked it, picked it up or something. Interesting. But it was, you know, almost not released in America type of thing. Yeah, we don't have a release date, do we? Mm, I don't remember one. Uh, it was filmed in Tampere, Finland, which was uh, the location was chosen because of how successful Finland Finland was at curbing um, COVID. Oh, awesome. Yeah, so this was filmed during the pandemic. Nice. Yeah, so I think it was um, an interesting journey as you're ref- as you're referencing an interesting journey to the big screen. Yeah. So give us your trailer of the week. My trailer of the week is the official Top Gun Maverick trailer. And the reveal that Iceman is a major general. Right? Yeah, Admiral. Ice, Admiral. Something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I is it do they re, is he dead? I don't know if he's dead. They show a picture of him old. Yeah, I got the sense that he was dead. I got the sense they said that, that he's under his recommendation, but he's I would guarantee outside of a picture he's not in it with right. the way that right, right. that he that Val Kilmer is. So Top Gun opens Memorial Day weekend, May 27th. Yeah. Same as Bob's Burgers movie. Mm. And this movie... It's going to be big. Everywhere I go, people are asking me about it. It's big enough to be at the Cannes? Yeah. Yeah. Here's the thing. Here's why this wasn't trailer of the week. It's a great trailer. If you asked me last week if we watched the Top Gun trailer, I won't remember. This movie has the most forgettable marketing ever. Because it's been marketed for so long, it's just become noise. I don't even know what to do with that. Yeah. And I'm not the only person with that opinion. Unwarranted, I've had several people tell me, I can't. I don't even remember that that movie is coming out until I see a trailer for it again. And then I forget. They're wrong. I'm not saying the movie's going to be bad. I'm not saying it's not going to be huge. When it comes out, there's going to be so much marketing, you won't be able to forget about it. But right now... <laughs> <laughs> the marketing is so noise that you will just forget. You know how I like to tell stories that aren't true? Yeah. You've heard me tell. You read about I mean, it. This I, is, I've it. talked to you for 45 <laughs> minutes now. Right. Yeah. Right, right. <laughs> I was talking to somebody over the weekend, and I was telling her and her husband, the three of us were talking, I was telling her. How nice of you to acknowledge him. I was, I was telling them <laughs> this very, very true story. Yeah. It was like wild. Like, yeah. not wild. I'm sorry. That's the wrong word. It was not wild. It was a very interesting story. Like, and then I recorded the podcast again. Lights went out in the middle of the show. <laughs> no, 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 no. I told them this very interesting and factually correct story. Yeah. But then I went on to tell them how much I enjoy telling stories that aren't true, <laughs> which caused them to. Reflect upon whether or not <laughs> the story. I did such a good job of telling them how much I enjoy telling not true stories that they no longer believe the first story. Luckily, the first story was about another member of our party who was in the same room. So, but unfortunately, that person about whom I was speaking 
completely yeah. honest truth, you know, yeah. not making anything up, but he knows <laughs> how I roll, right? Yeah. <laughs> so they call him over and I'm like, tell him about that record you recorded. And he was like, uh, where is Penn telling his stories again? <laughs> Like he played right into it, and my poor friends, like they had no idea. Like I still think they, like they drove drove home Sunday afternoon, and they were like, I have no idea. Wait, what are they gonna have an argument over? Next time you see him, she's like, Well, Frank and I aren't together anymore. Right? I think they were like, This is why we hate Penn. Yeah. <laughs> this is why nobody likes being with Penn. She wouldn't believe you, and I said he would never lie to us. <laughs> All right, so Top Gun, um, whatever. I yeah. I think I don't believe anyone who says that they don't remember this movie is coming out. I don't straight up. I don't believe you. I guess at pincinema.com if you remember Top Gun Maverick was a movie before this episode. I, I will. I do not believe you. I will not. I will come up with an explanation as to why you're wrong about your own personal experience. <laughs> <laughs> Speaking of personal experiences, that can't be wrong. Right? This more BS. We watch have more we had BS. enough BS, or should we have more BS? We should have more BS. More BS. <laughs> There's never enough BS. We watched more BS. Well, when when David says we, what he means is I. You didn't watch more BS. <laughs> I did not. <laughs> This is what happened last week. We said we were going to watch everything everywhere all at once, right? True. And, and I, I agreed. I was like, yeah, let's perfect. You didn't let's just go. agree. You're the one with the idea on that. You said, let's watch. Because we were like, what comes out next week? Morbius and what? And you said, ah, let's watch everything everywhere all at once. It was you. And I was like, oh, I really want to watch that. And so. I... Okay, oh, okay, okay, okay. Abacus, you, have, you have a better memory than I do. Abacus? No, I'm not doubting what happened on the <laughs> show. What I'm doubting. And I'm going to go with your version because I don't yeah. have a good enough memory. Yeah. I thought you put everything all at once in the show notes. No. No. Okay. All right. No. Well, then it's my bad. And and so then. So David's like, let's watch everything everywhere all at once. And I'm like, great. Perfect idea. It, yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> totally how it happened. <laughs> right. And then come Monday, I'm like, well, I, I'm, this movie is already out. Yeah. The way that he was talking. So I got some time to plan. Yeah. So I looked. I went because, look. because it had been released in the smaller cities like weeks ago, like New York and L.A. Right. It had already been. So it's in the news. It's in. It's, you know, people were talking about it. Right. So you, it would make perfect sense for you to be like, oh, it's been out a while. Like, this would be great. Yeah. So I go to look it up and I'm like, the heck, there's no shows of it at Penn. Yeah. Penn Center. Yeah. What am I supposed to do? Yeah, this is crazy. And I look and I'm like. Here, now, this is the part that I love the most. Yeah, this is the My confidence in you in this right. one. I didn't question whether or not the movie was out yet. I was like, Penn didn't even book it. <laughs> 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 he forgot to put it in a theater. And then I thought, what if he took it out of theaters because it didn't perform last week? Right. And Morbius has 78 million shows. Right. So David texts me and he's like, everywhere all at once is already gone. Is already gone. Right. Yeah. Because when I looked out where to see it, it where there was someplace I, within reasonable traveling distance, if I really wanted to see like it. Like Philly. I could, was, yeah, Westchester or something, yeah. Downingtown or something. I could go see it if I wanted to go right. see it. Really, really wanted to go see it. I'm right. not going to. Right. I thought about it and nah. I was like, I'm not going to make that trip. Right. Yeah. 
It's just Penn. Yeah. He, like, <laughs> is his mistake. Right. <laughs> he made. Would he do it for me? Yeah. This is his big <laughs> mistake. Right. 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 And then we realized the movie wasn't out yet until next week. Right. So, so we'll review it next week. So David wrote and said, the movie already left. And I wrote, no, the movie hasn't arrived yet. <laughs> <laughs> but I will say, with confidence, all kidding aside, mm-hmm. the movie opens Thursday night, April 7th or whatever that is. Yes. Yeah, yeah, April yeah. 7th, Kayla's birthday. And I am so freaking excited to see this movie. I'm giddy. I, I really want to see this movie. Yeah. I'm, I'm pumped. So instead, we were like, I guess we're going to watch more yep, BS. Here we go. Some more BS. So here's, I, I want to just tell you, I yeah. I knew that I would not be able to see it at Penn Cinema, mm. but I was in San Antonio for five days. Yeah. And when when we talked about seeing Morbius, I was like, you know what? This is perfect. I'm going to like go watch it at, you know how when I travel, I like to go see movies yeah. in other theaters. I've done that on this show before, but I couldn't make it work because there was- Too much going on. Yeah, there was just a lot. I've been- yeah. You so anyway, have, you had a crazy week. I did have a crazy week, so I apologize. But I, I think, you know, with you being such a Venom expert, I felt like this is right in your wheelhouse. This is right, you know, can perfect. We, can this we, movie's perfect for can you. We, can we spoiler talk this movie? Can, like, I, can I rant? Please, please. I want to talk about, Yeah. I want to lay out, I'm going to give you the plot of this movie. Awesome. All right. All right? Yep. And see if you can keep track All right. of the things, right? right? Yeah. There's a guy, right? Michael W. Smith Morbius. Okay. Right. Yep. He's got a he's got a disease that oh. that requires him to get his blood changed four times a day. Okay. Four times. Wow. Seems like a lot. Right. Now he's got a buddy. Yep. His buddy's name is something. Okay. Milo okay. or Lucian. Okay. Both. Yep. He has the same disease, oh, but boy. he's rich. Oh yeah. Right. Matt yeah. Smith plays him as an, as an adult. Okay. Matt Smith's the best part of this movie. Right, I could have told you that before you went to see the movie. Right, so Morbius is like, you know what? I'm super smart. I'm gonna go become a doctor and cure us. Ah. And and Matt Smith's like, you know what? I'm gonna make sure you can do it with my monies. So Morbius graduates graduates with a doctorate at 19, and the movie opens with him turning down a Nobel Prize creating the perfect artificial blood mm. right okay so then he's like you know what vampire bats could cure us i think mm. give me more money i'll go to international water and i'll try it and he tries it and then he kills a couple guys and then they come back and the boat drifts in and his girlfriend survives whatever <laughs> there's a girlfriend yeah okay there's a girlfriend okay uh and matt smith comes around he's like what up yeah. Did you figure it out? He's like, it's too dangerous. Matt Smith's like, no way, Jose. So then the cops who are who are looking into the boat full of dead people, they're like, Michael Morbius, coming with us. Oh boy, right? We're yep. taking you to jail yep. for murders. Oof. Yeah, and they take him to jail. And oh, by the way, the fake blood that yeah. he, he has to take blood so often right. to stay normal, right. where he comes really vampire man. Yeah, and the blood, the fake blood only keeps him normal for so long, but every time he takes it, it's less. So it's six, every six oh, hours. Gotcha. And it's like, every time he takes it, it's a little bit less. Right. So the, the pressure of the movie is, it's only gonna be two weeks or whatever before right. he needs real blood all the time. Right. And then what's he gonna do? Cause he'd be killing people. 
He's got to figure it out. Ah, TikTok. So, so he's in prison. And then it turns out while he's in prison, Matt Smith takes the cure. Mm. So that Matt Smith is now vampire man number two. And he's out there killing people, and they're blaming it on Morbius, but he's in prison. Mm. So he breaks out of prison, and the cops are chasing him all over the place and giving his girlfriend a hard time. And he's got to fight. He's got to fight Vampire Man number two, Matt Smith, who's hamming it up and just amazing, mm. you know, as Vampire Man. Vampire Man 2. Vampire Man 2, sorry. That sounds like a high school, like a middle school play. Villager number 13. Right, exactly. Right. The most important part. We, right. You can't be sick. <laughs> right. We need Villager number 13. Right, right. <laughs> So. That was always Marley's role. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So Matt Smith, his whole thing is he wants Morbius to start taking red blood and just they can be vampire buddies together and travel the world. Yeah, what's the problem? And Morbius is like, can't kill people like that. What are you, crazy? Oh, so Morbius has like the conscience, right? Okay, he's he wants to find a cure, and 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 at this point, him and his girlfriend are trying. He's all she's also a doctor. They're trying to figure out the cure, and he's like, "I have in two days, I won't be able to take the artificial blood anymore." Oh my god! And they're all like, "Oh my god, that's this crazy. sounds amazing!" Right, right. So then, him and Vampire Vampire Man Two is like, "You have to embrace this." So he kidnaps girlfriend, doctor girlfriend. Sorry. Got to give respect where it's due. Okay. Dr. Girlfriend. And I don't remember how, but he killed, he like wounds her and she's dying. Mm. And Morbius uses her powers to go find her. Okay. Right. And she's like, I'm dying. He's like, no, I can save you. And she said, no, take my blood and go fight him. Take him out. What a sacrifice. Right. But she bites his lip ah. when he kisses her and the blood from his lip falls into her mouth. And she's like, Licking her tongues like, oh. And now yummy, she's a vamp. Yummy blood. And then he's like, in, he's like, you drink blood? Ah, and then he sucks her dry. Oh, my God. Right? So now he's got red blood power. He's got to go fight vampire yeah. man number two. Yeah. He goes, and for some reason, even though they have identical powers, yeah. he beats him. Naturally. And then he flies into the sky. Okay. And then the movie's over. Awesome. So. <laughs> he did the, beats him. Okay. Yeah. 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 So did he find a cure to so that he doesn't have so that in two days he won't be killing everyone around him? No. Did uh <laughs> yeah, did the cops find anybody to blame for the murders? No. Nah, he's still he's still a criminal. Right. Right. Oh, and then as he's flying away, Doctor Girlfriend because Doctor Girlfriend vampire girl because she wakes up. Right. Awesome. She's like I, somehow Drinking one drop of his blood right. through the mouth, right. and then being drained of her own blood, right. was enough to become vampire girl number two. Her girlfriend. Where one. did Tom Hardy appear? Never. Tom they, Holland. No. Andrew, they mentioned Andrew Garfield. No. They never. They throughout the whole movie they mentioned Venom. So Venom. They never mentioned Spider Man. The the thing in the trailer with Spider Man in the background. It's not in it. At all. All right. So how did you like this movie? Do you want to hear about the stingers? Yeah. So then the purple stuff from Spider-Man No Way Home shows up in the sky. And they show an empty prison cell. And then Michael Keaton's like shows up in it. And he's like, hope the food here is better than the other place. Like a normal, a normal person 
gets teleported to another world. It's just like, hope the food's good here. And then it ends. That's the stinger. Stinger two, they're like, man mysteriously shows up in prison, not accused of any crime. So they set him free. And then Morbius is driving down the road and into like a farm for some reason, because apparently even though he can fly, he's going to drive. Yeah. Uh, and he stands out in the field and then flying in it's the vulture ah. and Michael Keaton's like I don't know how I got here I think it had something to do with Spider-Man but I think some guys like us should team up and do some good and then it ends so in this world where the Chitari never attacked and is is what his suit is made out of right he somehow has his suit and two his suit was made by another guy, so he also has some other way to make the suit. It just, what? This movie was bad and incoherent. And Matt Smith was the best part because he's just dancing around, like killing people. If you wanted to see, if you wanted to see Morbius, I hope I ruined it for you. Oh my God. But I enjoyed it because it was a dumpster fire, and I liked watching Sony burn. Oh, my God, David. <laughs> Why are you so mean? Because <laughs> they're ruining Spider-Man. <laughs> I don't know. I don't think. All right. They need to just stop making the bad guy movies. Yes. Like, Because I think they're doing great with Spider-Man. I mean, you just but moments ago said it was the best movie of the year last year. That's an MCU film where Disney was mostly in charge. But it was still a Sony movie. It, Sony licensed out the character. Right. That's like saying yeah, all yeah. the movies with the Hulk are right. a universal film. Right. All right. So we're gonna we're gonna get into DC versus Marvel when we get to listener notes. Um, so in general, David is saying, and this is not like our shtick. This is David saying it's the worst movie he ever saw. No, it was better than I expected. <laughs> I'll give it that. But it is trash. <laughs> yeah, I don't hate it like I hate Venom. Oh my goodness! Because it, it it is trash. It pains me because Sony is such a great studio. They're a pleasure to work with. They give us good content for everything but this. These so, these. How come we didn't watch Uncharted? We, we did. Were, I did. Where was I? Maybe you didn't watch it. No, I watched it. No, I did not watch it. We watched a different movie that week. It was like a weird movie that came out at the same time. Mm. I know. I saw it talked about it on the show yeah you saw it on your own and talked about it the next week anyway yeah all, all right. right listener notes questions answers and so forth please leave us in because this one comes from we do the gobble gobble we do the turkey wobble we do the gobble gobble i had to bust into my dance I know. moves it was a moment it was it was a beautiful thing yeah so the gobble, so Mr. Mystery Gobble wrote in, and he had some interesting things. First of all, he said, don't get me started on the multiverse. Tired of hearing about the multiverse because I can barely handle the verse we're in. Oof. I loved it. Well, maybe, maybe it's not that he can't handle it, but he doesn't want to face a, a verse where he's not the hot guy on the dance floor. Right. <laughs> no, he definitely is the hot guy on the dance floor. That's what I'm saying. He can't yeah. handle finding out that oh, there's a oh, I see where he's what, not. I see what you're saying. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. yeah, you're, yeah. you're right. That makes all sense in the world. Right. So my friend, um, my friend was watching TV with his wife. Mm. Yes, just, just yesterday, Whoa. and this this is this ties into what Mr. Gobble wrote in. Two different people, 
making the exact same point. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> you got two friends? <laughs> <laughs> I use the term loosely. Okay, all right, okay, all right. So that, I was just checking the math there. <laughs> right, right, right. This guy I know. Yeah, okay. <laughs> better, better. <laughs> and his wife. Yeah. They were watching uh, Batman Begins, mm. right? And the wife makes a comment about um, who's the girl in the movie? Anyway, and she goes, Marvel loves a sleeping girl. And my friend was like, this is DC. And she was like, what are you, what? Like she, it, and that's what Scott wrote in was like, not everyone knows when we're talking about franchises, not everybody knows or cares, which is, I think a really important detail. Not everybody knows or cares. And I will say, Back when I first built the movie theater, I fell into this category. I would not have known the difference between a Marvel versus DC versus Marvel versus DC. This is why I hate the Venom and the Spum universe, which is actual. I thought it was just funny, but that's actually the acronym for what Sony's doing. It's the Sony's Pictures, Sony Picture Universe, Sony Pictures Universe of Marvel Movies. What's your problem? The people don't understand that they're not actually a part of the Marvel stuff. That's good. But people, what what Scott and my the other person I know <laughs> are saying is that nobody cares. Like it's just guys like uh, you and me that like differentiate everybody franchise. Cares. Everybody cares. <laughs> Once they learn, <laughs> right? It's like <laughs> ignorance is. It's like the Matrix. <laughs> it's like when people say nobody goes to right wherever. It's too busy because they've never been or, right. and they don't know anyone who be, because they hang out with all the same people. Mm. Everybody you hang out with thinks like right you. Person. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so I just thought that was an interesting point because I feel like on this show we get um, very like Marvel, like we are all about the franchises and the yeah. universes and the, it's just an interesting like reality check that right. like a lot of people don't care. Right, you know, and they think it's like, it's cool. They 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 see them as superhero movies. Period. Yeah, which is going to be interesting this summer when DC when Warner Brothers markets DC League of Super Pets, which I think is going to be an amazing movie. It's going to be so much fun. Yeah. Can't can't wait for that. Yeah, but um, yeah. So it's it's just an interesting point. It's an interesting point. I appreciate that he brought it up. Right. He also asked us, have we? Have we seen and do we have an opinion on uh, Pennyworth on HBO? No, I, I actually didn't realize it was out yet. So I'm not opposed to it or yeah. anything. I just don't, didn't realize it, yeah. was, it was out. I knew that it was out. I haven't had a chance to catch up on it yet. Which Pennyworth, for those who don't know, is the story of Alfred Pennyworth, the butler of Batman, mm -hmm. but pre-Batman. I almost said it's the story of Michael Caine. Yes. The origin story. It's, it's a documentary right. on Michael Caine. Right. Yeah. What's the name of the girl spy in James Bond? Penny Loafer? No. <laughs> What's her name? It's uh, Pennywise. Pennywise. Pound yeah. foolish. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Penny money. So money penny. Money penny. Um, all right. So Joel Codes wrote in and basically agreed with us. You know, he wrote in and he was like, listen, as usual, Penn, you know, hit the nail on the head. Yeah. You know, totally dialed in, has the pulse of the people. Yeah. You know, David, I don't know, he was all right. And then for about 
two paragraphs, he just chanted, pen, pen, right. pen. It was, it was super awkward <laughs> yeah, yeah. for a little while there. <laughs> you know, it was so clear that he was just, you know, just, yeah, really just enamored. So, yeah, right. into, into pen. Right, into yeah. pen and my my cutting, insightful uh <laughs> process of 3d and, right you know right but joel wrote in and said i think he i think he articulated exactly how you and i feel which is 3d is fine like david said but it doesn't add enough to justify the extra cost but i didn't hate it that being said avatar 2 is probably the one movie that i would see in 3d 100 percent. in most cases 3d is fine it's there it's whatever which i really appreciate because he italicized the word whatever right that that takes a whole extra you got to highlight the word. You got to find the italicized button. You got to right. click that button that, and then you got to unhighlight the word and then get Oof. back to typing. So he says, in most cases, 3D is fine. It's there. It's whatever. But Avatar, I did so well with the 3D that I feel like Avatar 2 deserves to be seen in 3D. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. yeah. So moving on, trailer Jason, trailer master Jason. Mm. Mm. So his first point here is, what's your thought on Apple getting news headlines praised for Coda. Mm. I get there's some work involved with being the distributor, but the movie was already made and they just signed a big check, right? Right. Wish there was more emphasis on the actual creators. Yeah. Um, I, I think we should keep this a movie podcast. Oh, okay. Why, what do we care what TV stations buy? You know, they can buy movies and play them whatever they want. You know, it's a TV show. It's great. Yeah. You know, because yeah, NBC sure. played uncut versions of like Lord of the Rings, which yeah. was great, you know. And Way to go. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he also said, you asked about our thoughts on 3D movies. I enjoy them at times. Honestly, I'd gotten, often go see a movie in 3D on my second viewing if I wanted to see it again. Now, if there is an Avatar trailer in 3D on Doctor Strange, then on the second viewing, he will definitely go see it in 3D just for the Avatar 2 trailer. Interesting. Yeah. I'm going to, I will tell you this. I will watch it in 3D. Unless it's in 3D and IMAX, because he's definitely seeing it in IMAX first. Right, right. Yeah. I'm going to watch it in 3D. Like, it's been so long since I've seen a movie in 3D. Yeah. It might be like, okay. I like, forgot. Yeah. 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 I might, yeah. you know, I might get a kick out of seeing it. Right. It doesn't change my opinion about 3D, but I might just go watch it. Right. Yeah. Top 10, Sarah wrote in, and <laughs> this was funny. We were we were joking last week about our email address because we had at least one listener who was claiming to listen to the show daily, but also could not name our email address, right. which raised a couple questions. <laughs> <laughs> so we felt the need to really, you know. Ham it, ham it in. Ham, hammer it Call home. It right, right, right. So, but she said, ironically, before we even went down that road, um, her boss, the esteemed Dr. Seed from the Mannheim Pet Veterinary Clinic, who, by the way, does amazing work. Mm. I mean, that team out there took such good care of little Hannah. It's doc, Dr. Steed and not Dr. Steve. Right. Just so we're clear. Right, right. Steed. Uh, yeah. Um, so anyway, so uh, yeah, so that was, that was funny that she said that he had actually asked her prior to the, to us, prior to last week's show, he had coincidentally also asked her, what's, <laughs> what's that email again? <laughs> and then I guess he, he got a kick out of uh, the fact that he, he, we referenced his comment. Right, right. About me being able to outrun you because of being a triathlete. Right. Well, because Jason was coming after us. Right. Right. <laughs> but don't worry. The shady lady and top 10 Sarah have made contact and all is well. Right. Right. 
Okay, so you better feel this. Do you want me to? Are we just reading this next one? Uh, I thought it would be funny. It's up to you. If you okay. Want to, yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm on it. Yeah, you, right. you're better. At that. So Chris Hall Productions wrote in. What are we saying here? Did he like the? Is that where we're getting? Is that where we're driving at? This. Okay. Is what we call satire. Ah, gotcha. Okay. <clears throat> Morbius, more like more, please. Some may call him an anti-hero, but Dr. Michael Morbius is the true hero we've all been waiting for. For instance, at the beginning of the movie, a patient of his is about to go into kidney failure. What does our hero do? He puts her in a medically induced coma. Do we see her again or learn if she ever came out of the coma? No, because we don't need to. Our trust is in Dr. Michael Morbius, who I may remind you, Graduated med school at, at 19 years old after using the spring from a clickety pen to fix a blown fuse in a piece of medical equipment. So we know that little girl is just fine now. <laughs> <laughs> I'm loving this. And let's not forget how this movie strove to teach us the intricacies of international waters. Yes. Such is his respect for the laws of this great country that Michael Morbius, MD, takes it upon himself to experiment on his own person in international waters rather than break any U.S. laws. A true gentleman, if ever there was one. Like a man who steps outside to pass wind so as not to offend his date. <laughs> oh, my God. And yes, while the ship he endures, a, while on the ship, he endures a traumatic transformation that leaves several men dead. But let's not worry over that because they were disrespectful of the Doc's lady friend. So he's got a little Will Smith in him. Mm. Speaking of which, I can only assume the Everwise producers at Sony artfully chose to cast a love interest who the main character had no chemistry with because it simply wasn't needed. <laughs> the only love story Jared Leto needs is the one he has with himself. <laughs> <laughs> or possibly with his best friend Milo or Lucian. I'm not sure what the name actually was, but that's no problem because it was perfectly clear Matt Smith's character was actually the 11th Doctor from Doctor Who. Talk about multiversal crossovers. <laughs> Another wonderful decision by the handsome men and women at Sony was to show as little blood as possible in this vampire movie. There's no blood on the victims, at the crime scene, or on the vampires themselves. These aren't your grandpa's vampires. <laughs> These guys are neat, tidy, and conscientious about conserving their food. I think we can all agree Sony's Morbius will be a perennial classic watched by hordes of fans for ages to come. I know I'm trembling with anticipation at the idea of taking one of my of taking my one and three year old children to see it this week. Look out, Batman! The real Batman is coming to take what is his. <laughs> Boom! Chakalaka! Boom! From Chris Hall Productions. Chris Hall Productions talent. Major fan of Morbius. I got a question. Yeah. How did this review not get published in every national newspaper? Um, I mean, this is cutting edge journalism. It is. Ladies it and gentlemen. It should have been. Yeah. New I York think, Times. I think for this episode, we should charge extra. All right. Since we. I, I agree. Yeah. I'll put a thing out, you know. Okay. This one. All right. Double. Double. Or nothing. <laughs> Double or nothing. Well, that about wraps it up for listener notes and feedback. So what are you doing? What have you been doing? What's been going on in the wonderful world of Penn? Well, I just want to say, if Chris Hall Productions can bring his one-year-old to see Morbius, then Drew can bring his one-year-old to see Minions. Mm, true. Just putting Minions that out there. more scary. <laughs> so I was away. I was at San Antonio, and I was in Atlantic City and neighboring parts. But I will say... 
Remember we've talked about me watching the Golden Age or yeah. Gilded Age. Gilded Age. And fall asleep every time. Mm-hmm. All right. Well, that trend is continuing. And <laughs> except that now we have a new show that I fall asleep to called Bridgerton. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah, season yeah. two. Yeah, so yeah. I fell asleep during the first episode there. Oh, my god! I'm telling you, I had a long weekend. What a guy. But I do want to say real quick, before I fell asleep, Amy and I watched the new Saturday Night Live, and I thought it was hilarious. Mm. The uh, skit on uh, coming out of COVID, yeah. whatever it was, it yes. was so good. Is your brain okay? Is your brain okay? <laughs> if you have to ask, it's probably not. <laughs> right. right. Yeah, that skit had me, I was dying. Yeah, yeah. so good. <laughs> Uh, me, I uh, was still getting over getting sick, so I didn't really do much. Uh, still watching Return, all the jazz I talked about last week. But I did see The Lost City, and I liked it. I thought it was good. And I did not expect it to have a stinger. I, I watch a Lost City, too. Did you see the stinger? You said so last week. Yeah, okay. Right, because I reviewed it last week. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did, did you know there was one? I did. I did okay. see the stinger. I, thought we, it was- I had almost, I was on my way out. Right. And I was like, I did not expect that. Yeah, yeah. But. It, I, it's good. I recommend it. I agree with what you said. We've seen it before, but it was fun. Right, right. No, I highly recommend it. I, I was putting together this week's schedule, and the number one movie was Morbius. Mm-hmm. And obviously next week the number one movie is going to be Sonic. Mm-hmm. But I predict the number two movie, will Lost City, will go back to being number two. Right. Yeah, because yeah. I think Morbius drops off. Lost City does not really drop off because everybody's loving Lost City like crazy. Right, <laughs> right. Well... Look, if you want to be a part of the show, the best way to do that is to go ahead and shoot us an email at our new email address, podcast at podcast.pencinema.com. Right, don't write the old one. The right. new one is podcast at pen. We felt like this new email address was a lot easier to remember. Right. Yeah. We yeah. took a lot of suggestions from our staff in the staff meeting. Yeah. There was a lot of good ideas. I'm not trying to put down anybody else's good ideas, but this one just felt right. It seemed like it checked all the boxes. Right. Podcast at podcast.pencinema.com. Right. But if you want to support the show. Right. Pen, what's the number one way to do that? Number one way to do that is to tell a friend. Yeah. And ask your friend to tell another friend. No. And so what, what we want you to do is we want you to create a fake story. We want you to create a fake story that involves somebody doing something while they're listening to the Penn Cinema right. podcast. Yeah. And your, your fake story will win if it comes back and somebody comes up to me in the lobby and is like, hey, Penn. I heard this story. Right. I heard this crazy story. Is it true? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and yeah. I and if it's good enough, I will absolutely testify that Ooh. it is true. Ooh. And then at the end, you have to tell them if they don't tell that story to 10 other people, right. either they're going to have bad luck. Right. <laughs> it's the podcast curse. Right. Yeah. <laughs> chain email it. Right. Yeah. Chain, yes. chain letter it. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, once again, for the Pensino Podcast, I'm David Bolton. And I'm Penn Ketchum. Take Take care care and party party on. Thanks for joining us this episode. Our hosts would love to hear from you. To contact the show with your thoughts and reviews, email podcast at pencinema.com. This podcast is a production of Penn Cinema. Escape to the movies at Penn Cinema, featuring crisp digital projection, killer sound, reserved seating, and premium power recliners. With locations in Lancaster, Pennsylvania, Wilmington, Delaware, and Huntington Valley, Pennsylvania. Showtimes and tickets available at www.pencinema.com.
Sakai.